Mike, I remember back in the 1990s, late 1990s, we had an announcement that or the program was going to be named the Mike Curb Music Business Program. How did that come about? Well, first of all, for many years, I've been very interested in music business education mm -hmm. because when I was in college out in California, you know, after a couple of years of taking the, the basics, mm -hmm. um, there was no way to take music business, and I knew then what I wanted to do mm -hmm. because I knew I, even though I had a musical group, I, I knew that, that I might not make it as a musician mm -hmm. and that maybe I needed to understand the music business. Mm -hmm. And there, were, there were no courses to take. So I always said if I ever had an opportunity, I would try to change that. And when I moved to Nashville in the uh, early 1990s, again, I, I knew my daughters most likely would go to uh, college at either mm -hmm. Belmont or Vanderbilt. So I was looking around to see if there was a music industry program. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I talked to the then chancellor at Vanderbilt, Chancellor Wyatt, and asked him if he was interested in getting involved in a program. And he said, no, he didn't think it would fit, mm -hmm. you know, with what they were doing um, at Blair mm -hmm. uh, over at Vanderbilt. So I sort of, you know, put the idea on hold. Mm -hmm. And then one day Donna Hilly, uh, and I, I, was I was having lunch with Donna Hilly, who was the president of Sony Tree Music, and I, uh, I told her about the meeting I had had at Vanderbilt. And she said, well, there is a program that's already started. It's in the basement <laughs> over at Belmont in the Massey building. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, what do you mean basement? She said, in the basement, we have three little studios. Uh, people have contributed equipment. There's a fabulous individual by the name of Bob Malloy. Mm -hmm. And she mentioned others who mm -hmm. had, uh, Cecil uh, had, had been uh, mm -hmm. uh, active in it as well. And Bob, Bob Malloy's wife was the organist at my church, hmm. uh, Woodmont Baptist. And I had heard a lot about Bob, mm -hmm. and I had met him a couple of times at industry of events, but I hadn't, I hadn't realized that there was an actual together, music yeah. business program. Mm -hmm. And then so Donna and I came over to see it and uh, met uh, Dr. Trout, who mm -hmm. was the president of Belmont at the time. This would have been about 1995. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's a long time ago, isn't mm -hmm. it? And, and um, they asked me if I would make a gift so they could grow the program. Mm -hmm. uh, so I agreed to do it. And then about a year later, they told me that they were renaming the school. And, and I asked if it was possible to keep the facility that, was, that existed and add Bob Malloy's name mm -hmm. because I felt like these studios were built by Bob Malloy and mm -hmm. should carry his name. How wonderful it is for students to learn all kinds of, mm -hmm. of things, whether it's how to do a set, whether it's how to be a musician, whether it's how to, to operate a record company, whether it's general music mm -hmm. business history. Uh, I've always said if you don't love the history, you'll never love the future mm -hmm. because the... Uh, the history is so exciting, mm -hmm. and the future can be very daunting and very mm -hmm. challenging, and, and it's the history and knowing what those people mm -hmm. went through yeah. that, that gives you the, the impetus to, to want to work on growing the future. And some of the greatest records ever done 
were done at RCA Studio B, 262 by Elvis. Uh, Johnny Cash, Bebopalula, Sonny James, Young Love, and you've played a role in historic preservation with those studios and com- working with Belmont to be part of that too. Well, yes, um, and and the two have worked so beautifully together mm-hmm. because uh, Belmont, again, working with, with Dr. Fisher and mm-hmm. working with you, uh, we were able to get Ocean Way mm-hmm. uh, as part of Belmont. And Ocean Way, of course, is probably the most modern studio mm-hmm. in, in Nashville, and that's great for digital. Mm-hmm. But we all know that those of us who've been in the record business a long time know that there's something else that's important in the music business, and that's the feel mm-hmm. of a record. And so when you do um, digital recording, you can separate a mm-hmm. 100 tracks, and you can come back the next day and redo it, mm-hmm. but you can't change the feel. Mm-hmm. And the thing that was so exciting about the Quonset Hut and RCA Studio B, both these studios were built in the 1950s. Mm-hmm. Quonset Hut and was built in 1955. I think it opened early 56. Mm-hmm. But um, there was even some recording done prior to that in, mm-hmm. in, the, in the building in front of the Quonset Hut. Mm-hmm. But in the mid-50s, uh, the Quonset Hut was built by the, uh, the Bradley Brothers and, of course, uh, at that time, Decca mm-hmm. Records. And at that time, Decca had most of the great, many of the great uh, c- country artists of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, those artists would record there. But other artists, uh, you know, obviously there were, there were great Decca artists recording there that had classic hits mm-hmm. like Ernest Tubb and Webb Web Pierce and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. But then these artists, young artists like Brenda Lee started recording and Patsy Cline started mm-hmm. recording at the Quonset Hut. And all of a sudden these magnificent records um, were recorded and we realized that the great musicians were in Nashville. Those musicians, coupled with those two studios, the Quonset Hut mm-hmm. and RCA Studio B, at one time accounted for one out of every two records, not just country, mm-hmm. one out of every two hit records in America. Let me say that you have been incredibly successful over 50 years with an independent label, label of the year one year, large number of number one records from your label, and yet you have been involved with students here. You've come and you've spoken to them, you've met with them, uh, you've had lunches with them, yeah, are you feeling that that was part of your mission, not just contributing financially, but also your experience? I wanted to do something with our profits that that I felt that that mm-hmm. I would feel good about, mm-hmm. and I so investing in the Curb College here, investing in a, and watching it grow from mm-hmm. a, a school that had maybe a hundred students to maybe eighteen hundred students mm-hmm. today. I have loved doing that, mm-hmm. and I feel it's something that has a, it's kind of like the feeling you must have as a professor, you make a forever impact on your students, and I think there's something forever about creating or growing colleges. Uh, I don't have the educational background to teach the way you do, but I have the interest mm-hmm. in it, so to the extent that I, that I can help by investing 
Yeah, in, but, you, these... but you do help by, by coming in and talking to students and sharing your experiences. Well, I could tell them a lot of things to do, and I could tell them a lot of things <laughs> to avoid. I mean, when I, and, and one of the best things I can tell them is to, get, is to finish their education. I think that if a student is at the Music Business College and they also want to learn accounting or they want mm-hmm. to learn law or they want to learn engineering, whatever mm-hmm. their love is, or, or be a musician as well, I think that anything you can do to put the odds in your favor, mm-hmm. because it's an ever-changing industry, but complete your education, because if you don't, I could tell you that when I started, I ended up in a janitor section mm-hmm. of a building where I had mm-hmm. my offices, and it, I, no one should want to struggle the way I struggled to start my company. And mm-hmm. even though we're 50 years old and we're the oldest record company now owned by the original owner, nevertheless, you don't want to start that way. You mm-hmm. want to complete your education and put the odds in your favor and, and so you don't end up as a statistic mm-hmm. or, or, the, or end up working in a having to give up your apartment and living in a janitor section mm-hmm. like I did when I started my company I wouldn't wish that on anybody um, and so I really really believe the future of music business education and music education for the entire entertainment industry <laughs> <laughs>